Today we come to the end of our study on Esther. And uh, we have seen God do some miraculous and marvelous things, though He never appears on the page of this little book in the Old Testament. We've seen God take a little Jewish girl who's a foreigner, who had no parents, and how God promoted this little peasant as the queen of Persia, the largest and most powerful nation during the time of the world at this time. We've seen God do some amazing things, and yet we've also seen an evil man by the name of Haman on par with a Hitler become the second in command of the entire country of Persia. And how in his hatred, in his vengeance, he is signed into law. A law that that cannot be rescinded. A law that cannot ever be changed. A law that says on March the 7th that all Jews are to be killed, slaughtered, and annihilated on a single day. And that anyone who kills them can be able to take their possessions. And this creates chaos in the entire kingdom. And this girl, Esther, she has been living with a secret that she is really not Persian, but that she is Jewish. That her name is really not Esther, but it's Hadassah. And she's keeping this from her king, King Xerxes. And no one knows Esther's true identity. And in Esther chapter 4, her cousin, the only family she knows, her cousin Mordecai comes to her and says, you have got to speak out. You've got to say something. In fact, look what it says in Esther chapter 4. It says, Mordecai asked Esther to go to the king and beg for mercy and plead for her people. Mordecai said, Don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace that you will escape when all the other Jews are killed. For if you keep quiet at a time like this, if you keep silent at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will come. It will arise from some other place, but you and your family will be killed. But who knows if perhaps you were made queen for such a time is this. Esther has a choice. She can either speak up and tell her king that, hey, by the way, I've been keeping just a small secret. You don't know my real name. You don't even know my background. I'm Jewish. I'm not Persian. She has a choice. She can come before the king uninvited and unannounced. And in that culture, anyone who can come before the king uninvited and unannounced has the right to be killed. The king can say, off with that person's head, because that was the culture. So she has a choice. Does she speak up and let the secret, let the cat out of the bag, if you will, and let her know that she's been keeping a huge secret from her husband? Does she keep quiet and allow her family and possibly even herself to die once this evil law takes place on March the 7th? She has a choice. Does she speak up and die? Or does she not speak up and die? How do you like those choices? I mean, she is in a lose-lose situation. It's bad. I don't know if you ever felt like you've been in a lose-lose situation. Anyone? 
Okay. And one of the things that we're going to find out today in this little book as we end it today is with God, there are no lose-lose situations. That with God, when this way, this door, when you open it, it's a dead end. And when this door, you open it, it's a dead end. That God can take dead ends, He can take cul-de-sacs, and He can plow right on through. And He can make a way out of no way. That with God, there are no lose-lose situations. That when you choose to do God, God's way, and maybe you're here for the first time and you've not been to church in years or maybe you've never been to church, and you're like, I've still got some questions. Know this, that God's plan, that God's way is always better than ours. And anytime we choose our way over God's, really what we're choosing is a dead end. So Esther, she has a choice. Do I go this lose situation or do I go to this lose situation and God's going to go, listen, you do it my way. I will take lose-lose situations and I'll reverse them and I will make them a win. You know, it's only in tough situations that we can really realize how an awesome God we serve. It's in bad times that we realize just how good God is. It's when God allows those barriers to come in our life that we finally realize what God can do to barriers. He can bust them down. It's only when we experience victory, the only victory we can experience is when we realize that we're going to have some battles. There's going to be some rough times. But it's only when God, He allows some stuff to come in our life that we can just be able to see just how big God is. Our big idea today is this. You will never know how big your God is unless you experience some big problems. You're never going to know how big God is unless you experience the problems. And let me tell you, our issue with this is because none of us pray for big problems, right? That would be stupid. God, please send me a really doozy this week. None of us do that. If you do that, counseling is available for you. The type of life that we want is a life of easy street. The type of life that we want is a life with no problems, no tough situations, no adversity, nothing. We just want something that's clear and easy. And we want that for us and we also want that for our families. We pray that for our spouse. We pray that for our children. God, don't let them have any issues this week. Don't let them have any barriers this week. Don't let them have any problems this week. But hear me, that type of prayer, if God answered it, we wouldn't know just how big God is. Because it's only when God allows big problems in our lives that He can come with big solutions in our lives and we can worship a big God. That's it. You're never going to know if you're a warrior unless you go to war. Because it's easy to be brave during peacetime. Some of you, you have spouses just deployed and you have that nagging fear God what's going to happen and God is saying trust me have faith your spouse is experiencing a big problem maybe you're experiencing a big problem well God can take big problems because he is so great 
He is so mighty. He is so big. He can take that big problem and make it into a big solution. It kind of reminds me of how the Chinese spell the word crisis. The Chinese spell the word crisis. It's a compound word that's made up of danger and opportunity. You see, when a crisis comes in my life, when a crisis comes in your life, the thing that we see first off, wow, there's some danger here. There's some risk here. But when the danger comes, that gives opportunity for God to make it all right. When we experience danger, when we experience crisis in our lives, we can see an opportunity for God to be able to just show himself off and to strut his stuff because God is big. What Esther had before her was this lose-lose situation. I can keep quiet and die or I can go uninvited before the king and die. I can tell him who I really am and die. And what we're going to find out is God, even though Esther was experiencing a crisis and, and experienced this danger in the nagging pit of her stomach, it was an opportunity for God to show up behind the scenes and do something miraculous. Let's look at it. Haman, Esther chapter 5. Haman passes this law and Esther, she has a choice. What do I do? So she goes before the king uninvited. And she finds favor with King Xerxes and he holds out his scepter and he pardons her. And she comes up to her husband, the king, and says, I have a problem. And Xerxes says, name it. Let me fix it for you. And she says, here's what I want. I'd like to invite you and your right-hand man, Haman, to a feast. And Xerxes says, we'll make it happen. So Xerxes and Haman comes and sits with Queen Esther with this feast. And as they go through eating this feast, Esther comes clean about her past. She says, my name is Esther, and you know me as Esther, as Persian Esther. But really, who I am is I'm Jewish, and my real name is Hadassah. And by the way, your right-hand man, Haman, he signed into law that all of the Jews must die. Your right-hand man signed my death warrant. And Xerxes looks at Haman with a fire in his eyes and says, you're mine. And he takes Haman and he takes Haman's four sons and he has a 75-foot pole that he impales Haman on. And you know who Xerxes promotes to be his next right-hand man? A person by the name of Mordecai. And Mordecai, who now has Haman's spot and Haman's place, he can't rescind this law that Haman, who's now dead, that all the Jews are going to die. So he makes a new law. He writes a new law that on March the 7th, that when the Jews come out and everybody goes against the Jews, that the Jews can defend themselves. And if you even look at a Jewish person wrong, they can kill you. And that's where we begin at Esther chapter 9. Look at this. Esther chapter 9 verse 1 says, So on March the 7th, these two decrees of the king were put into effect. On that day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them. You got enemies that's ever hoped? People that come against you that hope to have your ruin? Look at this. 
But quite the opposite happened. It was the Jews who overpowered the enemies. You remember that lose-lose situation? What can God do in a lose-lose situation? Jesus said it this way. Jesus said, humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything. Everybody say everything. Everything is possible with God. Everything. What is impossible for people is possible with God. God can take your lose-lose situation, and if you do it his way, he'll make it a win-win. God can take a crisis in danger and he can flip it and he can have some opportunity for him to show up. He can take a big problem and solve it in a big way so that you will worship a big God. Only he can do that. Keep on reading. Esther 9.1. So on March the 7th, the two decrees of the king were put into effect. On that day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, but quite the opposite happened. It was the Jews who overpowered their enemies. The Jews gathered in their cities throughout all the king's provinces to attack anyone who tried to harm them. But no one would make a stand against them. For everyone was afraid of them. And all the nobles of the provinces, the highest officers, the governors, and the royal officials helped the Jews for fear of who? Mordecai. For Mordecai had been promoted in the king's palace, and his fame spread throughout all the provinces as he became more and more powerful. What can God do with an impossible situation? He can make it possible. You see, what can God do with a Haman, a big problem? Well, he can have Haman killed and Mordecai promoted in Haman's place. Big God. Big problem, big God. What do you do when you have a law that cannot be rescinded saying that all the Jews must die? That's a big problem. How you fix that is you have Mordecai, who's a Jew, promoted, and he passes a law that protects the Jews. Big God. What do you do when you have a, a little Jewish girl by the name of Hadassah who has basically no home? That's a big problem. God promotes her as queen, and now her home is a palace. That's a big God. What do you do when you have a Jewish little girl named Hadassah who has no parents? She has security issues. Really, no one to follow, take after her and take care of her. That's a big problem. Well, God can fix big problems because he's a big God. And he could hook her up with the king of the world. That is how big our God is. You see... Some of you have problems right now. They're big. They're nasty. They're hairy. And you're scratching your head and you're worrying and you're waking up late at night or early in the morning. And you just don't know what's going to happen. God is whispering in your ear. I am a big God. I can take care of it. In Esther chapter 9, verse 19, the last verse we're going to read out of Esther. So to this day, rural Jews living in remote villages celebrate an annual feast and holiday on the appointed day in late winter when they rejoice and send gifts of food to each other. Mordecai recorded these events and sent letters to the Jews near and far throughout all the provinces of King Xerxes, calling on them to do what? Celebrate 
an annual festival on these two days. He told them to celebrate these days with feasting and gladness by giving gifts of food to each other and presents to the poor. This will communicate and commemorate a time when the Jews gain relief from their enemies. And look at these next words. When their sorrow was turned into gladness. And their mourning was turned into joy. Only God can do that. Only God can do that, guys. And he was able to do all of this working behind the scenes. And if God can do that, working behind the scenes in a life hundreds of years ago, that same God lives today. And he's offering you a relationship today. But he's not going to overpower you. He's not going to come. He's not going to say, you know what? I'm going to make it all work out. If you don't ask for help, you've got to come clean with God. And you've got to say, God, I have this big problem. I have an issue. Some of you, you have a big problem because you feel so far away from God. You've not prayed for years. Because every time you felt like you've talked to God, it's just been like you're talking to the ceiling. Your big problem is that you have stuff in your life, sin in your life, that's keeping you from a relationship with Him. That's a big problem. But in a few weeks, we're going to be celebrating something called Easter. And what God did with that big problem of our sin is He came and He gave His only Son, Jesus Christ, so that He could remove our sin from us. And have a way to God. That's a big God, y'all. That gets God fixing it in a big way. Some of you, you have a big problem right now because your spouse has just left. They've just walked out the door. And you're scratching your head and there's tears that are hot. And you're going, God, what, what's happening? And God's saying, trust me. Trust me. I am a big God. Some of you, you have a boss that if you could get away with it legally, you would kill this person. It's a big problem. Some, it may be a principal. It may be a president of a company. It may be your commander. And all you see is a problem. But God is saying, I can help you through this because I'm a big God. You will never know the bigness of God unless he allows some big problems in your life. So what are some of those problems you're experiencing right now? How we're going to close today is simply just by just having a time of prayer. And then after we get finished praying and you guys talk to God, um, the band's going to come out and, and they're going to play and they're going to sing a song called Our God. It's a brand new song. And as, as Josh and the band sings and plays it, I just want you to hear the words and I want you to think back of how what God can do with a lose-lose situation. Because what he can do with a lose-lose is he can turn mourning into gladness. He can totally do that. He can do it in your life. But you've got to talk to him about it. You've got to pray to him about it. You've got to begin a relationship today with him. And that means you've got to come clean. And you've got to say, God, come into my heart and my life. So the lights are going to dim so that no one sees anybody what they're doing. And if you just need to stand up, if you need to sit down, if you need to come and kneel, if you need to go do whatever you need to do, this time is for you and God. 
And if you're right now, if you're just struggling, I don't even know if there is a God. I understand that. I've been there. Talk to him. He he will make himself known to you because that's what he does. Dear God, I thank you so much, Lord, for... Lord, even though none of us pray for these big problems, God, Lord, they just seem to happen. They just seem to show up. They just seem to come around every year with a deployment. They just seem to just keep on coming in the mail, the bills, and we don't know where the money's going to come from. And there's all of this stuff, God. And Lord, only you can fix it. Only you can take care of it. Only you, God. Our God is big. Our God is strong. Our God is amazing. And Lord, I pray right now as people are just praying and calling out to you, Lord, that you would listen and that you would fix it.